We are the future. So listen close. This is I Escape signing on. AOK is a podcast filled with wonder and venture towards a blissful freedom of escapism. So whoever and wherever you are out there, welcome. Let this be one to remember. Let this venture be AOK. What's up? So, Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. What a mwah, delicious title for the latest entry into the Samurai Jack uh, mythos, the story. And hopefully, maybe even the first step into the continued future of Samurai Jack, the way uh, the writer, I believe, I think it was the writer who talked about it in an article saying how this game does open up things for the future and... This is going to be a little spoilery, but um, with this episode mainly is going to talk about the overall, my overall feelings of not just the game itself, but how it connects to the series, the animated series of Samurai Jack and just discussing it, kind of breaking it down a little bit. And I wanted to start off honestly with how I felt with the ending of Samurai Jack, where I was when I first saw the series finale, and how I feel going into this game, and how I felt by the ending of it. So, I want to start off by saying that I actually really liked the the whole new season of Samurai Jack Season 5, and the only thing I didn't like, honestly, was the fact of how they did my girl Ashi, or Ashi, I always forget how to pronounce her name. Which is weird, considering I just beat the game. <laughs> um, how they kind of did her dirty in the ending. How they, unfortunately, it, it, which made sense. I, I get what they did here. Taking out a coup in the past meant it voided everything that a coup did up until uh, the final fight in the future. Or the pre-final fight, semi-finale. And that unfortunately meant that Ashi was no longer going to be a thing. She couldn't exist. She was, yeah, avoided out of existence. And I remember when I was watching this, my wife and I were going to get uh, Rita's these wonderful ice cream treats. If you don't, if you're not familiar with Rita's, wherever you're listening this at. And I remember right before we were going to get our Rita's. I was finishing up the finale and I'm just sitting there and my heart just sinks the moment Ashi is affected by the time the timeline and just fades away. Now granted, um, I kind of thought this to be a, an issue leading up to what was going to happen because I remembered that you know the whole thing is the, it's in th- it's in the theme song back to the past Samurai Jack. Yeah, it was something that was always in my mind of what was going to happen. So I was prepared, but at the same time, I kind of hoped that something would happen that would prevent Ashi from being wiped from existence. And there was a pretty cool fan-made trailer that I saw not too long ago uh, that I reacted to on my YouTube channel that showed this nice, really cool animated, um, well, not animated, it was like more of a storyboard thing 
where the the gods of the samurai jack mythos who like the, the ones who have helped him out uh in the past before and the ones who kind of helped uh make his sword and all that they were essentially rewarding jack um they like at the end if for those who may not have seen it at the end of the series when he's at the tree he's kind of sulking and sees the ladybug he closes his eyes and the gods say you've done so much for this world you've written the most evil being to ever have darkened the lands so we grant you this wish this grand reward thank you essentially and you hear Ashi saying, Jack, and boom. There she is with him in the past, unaffected by the time stream, and it's beautiful. And unfortunately, that wasn't the ending we got, but a lot of people were wishing that was, and people were mad for a couple of other things too. That was the main thing. Some people actually thought that Ashi was kind of ham-fisted and that she didn't deserve to be the love interest, that that was kind of rushed, and I'm thinking were we watching the same season because they kind of did that really well like they built her off as this person who was trying to kill jack at first she was brainwashed they have a couple episodes where they're at each other's necks but jack is being jack he's saying dude you're you're on the wrong side here um and they have they do all these episodes that focus on that relationship and ashi having this great character arc and by the end of it it feels deserved that of where they two ended up at and i mean sometimes things like this could have been handled a little bit more longer i guess but they only had one season to work with guys and honestly you can get a lot done and sometimes it's nice just having something not drawn out over seasons <laughs> like a couple episodes here and there like they did was really well handled especially when you see ashi going out to discover who jack really was reuniting well not reuniting um her finding these people that he's helped over the seasons over the decades and they praise him for what he did and she finally sees jack is the good guy it's not a coup who she was brainwashed to believe jack was evil not a coup which is kind of funny i mean just look at a coup but i guess you can't judge a book by its cover but dude <laughs> um so I really like how they handled Ashi. I was really happy with the character overall. I know one, another issue too, is they felt like the finale, like the final fight was a little rushed and that the other people got their butts handed to them so bad because it was kind of an end game thing where um, Ashi kind of helped reunite a lot of these people who Jack helped to help him out in the final fight. And they all come out and you know, they put up a little bit of a fight, but inevitably they get wiped out pretty easily, actually. And some people were kind of mad about that, but I was thinking, I mean, if they could actually take on a coup, don't you think they would have done that years ago? Even if it was, I mean, yeah, I get it. Together we stand, you know, they're stronger together and maybe they stand more of a chance. I, I really think that if... If they could have, they would have done that already. And with Jack, it, it's clear that Jack is literally the only one to do it because only the sword can hurt a coup. So even if they could fight a coup, they have nothing to really vanquish him with. So 
Either way, it was sad, but it really showcased how strong Aku really was and why he was able to be a tyrant for so long. So, and it was just like that. It was sad, but I get it. Um, so I think that's really it, to be honest. And I really wish they didn't drag out the whole thing, though, where they do the wedding the whole the whole wedding thing and all that if they had to really kill off ashley they should have just did it right when she said i felt him leave me like right when he kills a coup that was that like that was almost like a punch to the gut <laughs> waiting all that time thinking we're in the safe zone just to like yeet it underneath us like a like a rug just like yeeting it from underneath our feet that's just horrible <laughs> but i get it Gendy says that Samurai Jack is a tragedy, and it is for the most part. Think of all the fighting that Aku and Jack went through this whole time. And I mean, the whole time, uh, Jack kind of has this feeling of small victories, but Aku still is usually the one to the win at the end of the day. So it always was a tragedy. And to think of what Jack was going through, losing his parents and family and friends who died in the past, and those who he was inevitably going to lose in the future once he went back to kill Aku. And that's what happens when he goes back to the past, even with uh, Ashi. It's still a tragedy at the end of the day because killing Aku in the past voids all the memories that everyone makes of him in the future because yeah Aku was the main issue for a lot of these people but some of them weren't and there's always some type of evil out there maybe not as bad as Aku but yeah and it's just still sad because a lot of these people were never gonna meet Jack and some of them may not have the courage or this or that to be as strong as they would have without Jack so it's a very sad thing and it could be sadder but I mean, I don't think it really counts as tragic because at the end of the day, they're free from a coup. But I'm just saying it's not a, you know, Ashi being alive at the end isn't really a, what's it called? A rainbows and unicorn happy ending. <laughs> it's close, but I don't think it's quite there. So that's my thing with the ending. I remember I was just really hurt about Ashi being gone. And I, I get that complaint with everyone. Um, but everything else I feel was kind of gr grasping at straws, to be honest. And I could talk about it longer, but eh, I'll leave it at that. So overall, very fun experience. I was still really happy about it. And I was one of the ones who was like, okay, I need to sign this petition to bring Ashi back. Like, you, even if you guys just do a special, like a short special where Ashi is able to be brought back into existence, please. Like, this is just, I need this. But anyway. So let's talk about the game as a whole. So this game actually takes place during the final events of Samurai Jack when, or during the fight, I mean. So it starts off with the cutscenes um, really well implemented. And then when you go to the game cutscenes and the, just the in-game engine, the visuals, it's great. It, it's a really good transition because some characters, especially in the 2D realm, don't really transition too well into the 3D realm. And they did a very good job with the transitioning between the two. Um, and mind you, this isn't the first time Jack has had an outing into the 3D realm, but it's just nice that in the modern era, we can have a really good Samurai Jack looking game and still have it feel like a good rendition of its uh, 2D animated counterpart. So... 
Uh, the overall visuals are really good. You can see bits and pieces here that really fit. You, you feel like you're in the Samurai Jack world from the first level alone, seeing these bits and pieces that you recognize from the cartoon. It's really awesome. They did a phenomenal job with that. My only complaints actually when you first start the game honestly is they they start the long ago in a distant land but they don't do the theme song man what's up with that they have the theme song like a snippet of it at the end when they're um honoring the memory of someone who had died during the i guess the making of the project but that was it i'm like dude not even in the credits not even at the like come on man that was i was so salty when they did the, I, I love that they included the narrated opening by a coup but dude you gotta finish it off with the theme song i mean will i am went hard in that song that was so good it, it, it's just like you can't have a samurai jack outing without that theme song at least once man <laughs> that little snippet at the end was nice but just like uh it just Oh my goodness, it, it, it didn't quench. It didn't quench me. It was just like wetted my palate. It wasn't enough. <laughs> but it was all right. I'm happy that they at least had the narrated in there and it, it fits really well with the opening. So right when Ashi realizes that she has the powers of a coup, they go back in time. But here's where the game officially kicks in. When they're traveling through the portal, a coup intercepts them and separates them. And Jack ends up re- uh, going through different parts of time trapped in this kind of um, out of time um, kind of warp dimension that Aku made to keep him there. So he's facing off against familiar enemies, but he also has familiar allies who are there too. And yeah, so overall, uh, the visuals are really good. <clears throat> And the audio feels pretty good, very good voice acting. They brought back majority, if not all, the uh, old school voice actors who uh, had the previous roles. And honestly, I feel like it was handled really good. But my complaint with this is I feel that with the NPCs, I really wish they weren't as gamey. Like, they, this is the meta gaming part of me coming out. Um, from the from the commercials, I was kind of thinking that it was going to be um, a game you play a samurai jack and a Scotsman and maybe even the samurai. I can accept that the samurai is just the shop owner, but I was kind of hoping you could play as the Scotsman as well, or at least him be more involved than him just popping up here and there saying, "Hey, this guy's over there. Here, take this. You're gonna need this. Like he'll give you a weapon or something." And I mean, it's still fun, like when we get to the game like actually let me finish off with the audio um the music is pretty good too i don't really notice any issue with that it felt really adjusted uh, excluding my complaint with the original theme the theme song but yeah so audio is pretty good very good sound quality from the sound effects everything seems exactly like you would expect it to be nothing felt out of place as far as the audio went now let's go back to the gameplay <laughs> um yeah, that's my complaint. I really wish that they had it so um, you could do that or at least have a better role for the Scotsman. But I guess the headcanon is Scotsman is there with Jack, but they didn't want to or didn't feel the need to make him a playable character. So I guess story wise, like if it was a cartoon, you would have had the Scotsman following you around and helping you out just like his daughters were because you can follow them around and everything, which is pretty good. Like. 
going from that to the collectibles, it's really fun. Um, it gives you a sense of accomplishment when you find these characters because they're spread out through all the levels and they always give you something. Um, sometimes their dialogue is fun. Other times it's like, okay, that's... Oh yeah, did you know if you do this, you can do that? Like if you if you hit jump twice, you can double jump? Okay, I, I kind of figured that out when I looked at the skill tree, but okay. <laughs> um, but they always give you something, whether it's a weapon or um, a healing item, which they give you plenty of healing items. So it's definitely very nice to run into them. They help you out a lot, especially because I felt that the currency was a little sparse. So oftentimes when it comes but it, it does encourage you to play the game multiple times to really unlock everything and honestly that's the only way you can max out the skill tree and upgrade all your weapons you, you gotta play this multiple times which is fun I, I gotta admit um getting to the chance to upgrade the skill tree which is very fluid i, I really like how they have it where they have it have it in the three different ca categories from increasing um the damage you uh put out to decreasing the damage you take and adding new combos and um, more item drops stuff like that and a double jump i'm really glad you get a double jump i just can't stress enough how much i love that <laughs> um and the weapons like it was they could have easily just made it so he just had a sword and kept it at that but no they were like no let's give this dude a sword let's give him a bow and arrow let's give him a gun multiple guns at that um a staff of a, a mallet a spiked mallet an electrical uh staff or no what is it? it's like a trident but yeah like a number of different things and they threw in a twist there where if you actually end up um using it too much it'll break like all the weapons other except i mean except the sword has um, a health bar so you know eventually it's going to wear and break which is cool it, it, it kind of gives you a bit more strategy because you have a, a wheel you can use and overall like a wheel you can use where you can switch to stuff on the fly whether it's switching to a new item a new weapon i mean or or an item if you want a healing item and you can always open up the menu to switch back and forth on the fly too so they handled it really well they had their thinking caps on and i applaud them for the way it was handled um, my only complaint is I really wish that they had the shop just available in the menu. Like, I wish you could have, I wish like you had to go to the samurai for certain things, but if you just needed like a certain weapon, I wish you could just buy it in the game because there were some instances where I was like, okay, I, I need to get a bone arrow to collect these, um, the caimans, but I couldn't, I had to find I had to find a samurai, but not just any the samurai. I had to find him at a certain level to get the bow. So that was kind of annoying. So I guess, honestly, matter of fact, let me rephrase that. I wish that once you beat the game, you can go to any the samurai across any of the levels and he has all the stuff. So it's a little bit nicer because after you beat the game, all your stuff carries over into each level. So that would have been a nice thing instead of kind of, I feel like it's a little annoying because it took me a little bit to figure out when i can actually buy the arrow from him which is weird because you can get the arrow as quickly as like the second level but he doesn't carry it in the shop at least from my experience he didn't carry it into the shop until like the third to last level which was really weird i don't know maybe i just went through a glitch but i went through a couple levels with the samurai and i couldn't find the both to save my life it was so annoying 
And I have an issue with the Caymans. I'll get to that in a second, though. Um, actually, no, the, that, that falls in line with the gameplay. So apparently, I didn't unlock it yet, but I'm going to unlock it soon. But I've already seen the secret ending online. Um, they have a secret ending. And what it is is, at the end when you see Jack at the tree, he sees the ladybug fly off. And then there's Ashi beside him. And they're just cuddling. And I'm like, dude, that's not a good idea having that as a secret ending. <laughs> that's not a good idea at all. Like, granted, the way the ending is, is Ashi says she felt him leave me and they just hug in the victory after the whole thing explodes. But it still leaves it wide open for like, it, it still makes you think, okay, is the wedding going to happen? Is she still going to fade away? Was this story relevant at all or what? It really makes you feel like the story was kind of empty because what did it accomplish? So I feel like that was a poor decision to make that the secret ending. Is it worth it? Yes, especially for Ashi fans. But is that how they should have did it? No, that should have been something they should have kept in the original ending. And they should have did something else for collecting all the Caymans. It should have been something, I don't even know what it could have been, but something better than that. Like having that as a secret ending, you probably got a lot of people who are like mad and kind of confused at the end of the game. But I mean, hey, I, I'm fortunately YouTube and Google is a thing. So people could just look up, hey, is there a secret ending or hey, is there more to the game than this and find out. But man, if this game released back in the day before the internet, oof, especially after the way season five ended, oof, <laughs> big Fs in the chat. So uh, the level design is fun. Um, it's they they hit they hit secrets pretty well in the game as far as collectibles go, like the Caymans. Um, to get you got to get fifty of them to unlock the secret ending. I'm at about thirty one so far, so almost there. Um, looking forward to seeing that ending and, un and unlocking it. Um, Overall, finding all the chests, talking to all the characters, I feel like that was such a loss. I would have really loved to play as the Scotsman. Oh, man. Hopefully in the future. Maybe if they'd make a sequel to this game because of the way the story went. But, yeah, it was pretty fun overall. It was really fun playing as Jack. No complaints, really. The level design was really fun. Um, it could have been better, but, I mean, I get that this game was definitely made on a budget. But for what they did, they accomplished a lot. I don't really have any major concerns or many major issues with the level design. Um, honestly, I can't really think of any. I mean, for those who don't like repetitiveness, you may not like it that much. Um, the enemy types are fun. Um, they range from different levels and oh, the difficulty spikes like crazy. If you want a challenge, this game's definitely up your alley. I, I had a lot of trouble just on normal mode and... I will admit sometimes the block is a little whack. Like you gotta be absolutely perfect with the guarding uh, to order in order to parry and stuff. And sometimes it doesn't work for all the enemies, which is understandable considering you're not going up against enemies of your same class, you know, weight class and all that all the time. But sometimes I feel like the guard should have been a better as far as like hitting certain moves. It, I don't know, it just felt a little whack. Even after like upgrading, it just didn't feel right i think the guard wasn't really programmed too well but it's don't get me wrong it's coming clutch a lot of times but sometimes it just doesn't feel right like i feel like even though i had the timing perfect it just 
failed in some instances but the difficulty is definitely there it's definitely not an easy game um, but you can beat it pretty fast I mean honestly each level is maybe like 20 to 30 minutes and there's only about nine of them so you could clear this game in a day easy um, so I think that's my only complaint but I think it's fine honestly with the length it is especially with the replayability because you definitely have to go through the game to upgrade all your weapons you can upgrade them about to four levels and um, getting all the challenges because there's different challenges you want to unlock from uh, doing parries this amount of time, doing counters, grabbing amount of times, talking to um, the dog, I forgot his name, talking to the Scotsman amount of times. And you get pretty good rewards from money to um, the stuff that's needed to upgrade your abilities from, I forget what they're called. They're, it's like skill fire and... Uh, opponent's resolve or something like that it, i forget the words those aren't the right names for that but you collect stuff throughout the game and i think that's really fun because overall because the game looks so good it's just and the levels are linear but that's not really a bad thing i didn't really expect to play an open world samurai jack game nor do i really i don't really want it but i would be interested if they did that especially if they did make you able did to have it so you could play other characters but I do hope in the future that if they do make more Samurai Jack games, please make it available where you can play as Ashi and the Scotsman and maybe other some other characters. But if you do, at least those two other characters, because dude, those characters are too good not to be able to play as. But um, yeah, very good uh, villains. Um, the overall, there's a lot, a lot of different classes of them, and they all feel, the majority of them feel very different, and that's really good. Um, there is. A boss a couple bosses actually every level and some are pretty easy some were like dude this is ridiculous like as I was getting to the end of the game I was kind of raging a little bit but it's just because I did I haven't mastered the game just yet it's it is a hard game it's definitely hard but the checkpoints are pretty good um, they give you pretty decent um, pretty decent things to kind of help you like you have you can have potions where you can increase the damage you inflict for a limited time or um, decrease the out the input or not the output not the input that you receive there we go so it's it's very in-depth they did a really good job with the uh, overall stuff you can do um, oh I think one thing I'll say about the visuals too is I I, I miss the theatrics that the anim animation that the that the show had you know where it goes from those panelings the, like the comic book style panelings I, I miss that because the game did it like maybe once or twice and it didn't have it any other times um, it didn't really have that dramatic feel unfortunately that the show had it was still very dramatic still very action oriented in, in a lot of different segments but especially gameplay but I, I kind of miss that I wish that was implemented as well but either way so here we go to the last part, the story. So overall, the story is pretty solid. Um, nothing crazy. Um, just a coup doing his doing his own thing, being very strategic and finding a way to break Jack once again. Um, and you have it where through each level you progress, you get a little closer to finding out where Ashi is, and she's working her hardest to get to you too. But Jack keeps throwing you deeper, deeper, and deeper into the abyss. And um, 
Each level kind of just replays a similar story of what happened there with a few different twists here and there. Um, so you, you'll find some good homages to it overall. It's pretty solid. Um, I just wish that, like I said before, the only issue I had with the stories is that they felt a little lackluster. Um, it, I wouldn't say it felt rushed, but I felt like... I guess they didn't really want to oversaturate the game. So where they kind of, where the story kind of lacks, everything else kind of picks up the slack, honestly. So it's definitely forgivable because the the, the story is it doesn't really need to be over complex. It's just Jack needing to beat a coup to reunite with Ashi and get back to the past. So it didn't really need to be super over convoluted, over convoluted or nothing. So, but. Yeah, I kind of just wish they had a better involvement with uh, the Scotsman and stuff. I wish they actually had them do stuff more in the actual story of things. Like, even just showing them, like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Um, you figure out if you can find anything out here. Like, you know, having, them having more interactions, like, during cutscenes and stuff, instead of just them talking and having the, you know, saying a generic thing, like, hey, how's it going? And then having those text bubbles underneath, which is fine, but I kind of just wanted them to have a bit more involvement. So anyway, here are my overall thoughts of the, um, of the way the game ended. So, or actually just add, yeah, I'll just leave it at that, that in general. Um, something I originally thought about this game was the possibility of it uh, retconning the original ending to Samurai Jack. That was kind of the big thing that I thought of, especially when it says battle through time. So it's like, ooh, something crazy is about to go down. Um, but honestly, the way the story unfolded at the end makes me think only one thing could have happened for this to work by the end of the game. Alternate timelines. I don't believe the original ending is retconned at all, honestly, after this. Um, I believe the ending to Samurai Jack's battle through time is its own timeline, its own alternate timeline. It's So, uh, it's like, why, 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 why would you think that? Well, future Q, a Q, who's a Q? Future Aku still lives. Compare, to the last, compare the last fight to how he was killed in the past. Aku simply vanishes, cursing Samurai Jack of his inevitable return once more. And yes, I know his name is just Jack. I just love saying Samurai Jack. It's like Captain Jack Sparrow. You gotta put the title in there, man. Give the man, give the people some respect. <laughs> so he, I forget what he said. Event. I think he said, "I will return" or something like that. Or you haven't seen the last of me, something like that. And. He flees to his own pocket dimension to most likely heal and plan again, probably so he could also be um, overall Im immune to what Jack was going to do, obviously, in the past. So then while in the past, Aku is literally slashed to pieces, stabbed through the head and crushed into the rocks and finally merging with his palace to then explode in a spectacular fashion. So you see the difference there? It's pretty big, and even though with even though with this, it, it, it still seemed like he kind of died. It, you he wouldn't have said something like "I will return" or something like that and just vanish. You would have seen him kind of just burn up from 
the way the first slashed him like when you when he got hit you see his body just singeing away like it was just the sword was literally void him voiding him out of existence and i love saying voiding for some reason voiding out of existence it just rolls off the tongue so of course ashi still lives in this game as well as we see with the secret ending the act of future aku still being alive despite past aku dying is a paradox meaning a compensation must be made this new battle split into a new timeline where aku and ashi live while in the original timeline they do not unfortunately at least as far as ashi is concerned so obviously they're voided from existence only for jack to remember them as he is immune to time now so to speak from all the events of going through time and dealing with all that wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff as the doctor would say so now i could have explained this a lot better but hopefully we will get a game theory episode on this from matt pat in the future that hopefully shares in my opinion of at least ashi surviving or at least figuring out a way for him to for her that excuse me to survive plus since this game wasn't written by gendy that's another reason why i think this is not a recon but i'm still counting it as canon mainly because i never wanted ashi to die and overall i mean why not have an alternate timeline there's i don't see a reason why not and this game kind of makes it really easy to have it be that way it's still kind of sad because somewhere out there, there's a Jack who doesn't have Ashi, but at least there is one who does. So it's it's a win lose. Yeah, it's a half, it's a glass half full kind of thing. But ah uh, well. So either way, I think this was really good. Um, I'm really I'm a big fan of the game. I think overall, I'd give it like a, a strong seven. <coughs> Excuse me, a strong seven out of ten. Like gameplay is honestly gameplay is an eight. Story is what kind of drags it down, unfortunately. Everything else is like a nine, honestly, from from my point point of view. Um, minus a few things here and there, but I think the story honestly is what kind of drags this game down into potential, as far as having more involvement with the Scotsman and stuff and cutscenes. Like I, I feel like they could have had them do a whole bunch of new things, like. They do some stuff in the in the like final cutscene, like uh, what's his name, Sconsman and one of his daughters join him in the fight. Like he, they take on Aku's army while Jack goes and climbs up the tower to fight him. And you see the samurai who goes on ahead because I mean he's the shopkeeper. So it kind of made sense that they did it like that. Like it, it kind of shows you that they are there. Like literally, they are there helping Jack. So that's why I wish that they had shown that a lot more. But either way, and I know I said that a lot in this uh, episode. I apologize. I just, man, I love those guys. I just, I, I yeah, I, I miss them. I miss them. I want, I want them in the future. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. My thoughts about it. I think this was a really good inclusion into the Samurai Jack mythos, and I'm really glad, extraordinarily glad, that they made it where there's a reality now where ashi does exist um and whether or not gendy considers it canon i'm gonna consider it canon because it happened in this game <laughs> so but that's why i i still i i want it to be the original timeline but i think it can't be because of a number of reasons so of what i said here but uh I, I might go into it again at a later point but i think i'll just leave it at that 
especially if uh, MatPat talks about it in the future. But there we go. Hope um, you feel the same way as far as liking this game and what they did with Ashi and all that. I kind of hope they do more involvement with that in the future. Like some DLC would be great, especially seeing what Ashi was going through throughout this whole thing. That'd be pretty dope. And overall, I'm so happy to see Samurai Jack is back now. Will he return again? I think so, because Aku is still out there somewhere. So now there's plenty potential for something else to happen. Because now I'm kind of curious, how are they going to explain Aku surviving what happened to past Aku? But like I said, I think Aku probably... I don't know. It's it's got it's 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 wibbly wobbly timely wimey stuff, and hopefully if they do do something, Ashu can remain okay. <laughs> All right. So as a closer, I just gotta say, gameplay definitely the next to the story how the story resolved itself, and for the most part, the overall experience was still very fun, very enjoyable, and. Being able to go from close encounter weaponry to the range ones from using your sword to your fists, <laughs> um, using a mallet, which all feel different. Like one is good for crowd control. One is just for close and personal. One is if you just want to put that work in the one, two, uh, <laughs> and going from the handgun to the machine gun um, to the bow and arrow all feel great and they handle very nice. Um, and it gives you a lot of great strategy. The visuals, beautiful. I have no complaints with those. Uh, sometimes the, f f uh, what was that? <laughs> sometimes the uh, frame rate does slow drastically. It happened quite a lot in the game for some reason. Um, I don't know if it's just, maybe just my copy. I don't know if anyone else has run into it, but it wasn't really a deal breaker or nothing, but it was definitely something off, but yeah. Um, the secret ending alone definitely makes it makes this whole experience worthwhile um, especially since I mean the ending itself by itself was okay but like I said it, it feels like it actually was uh, worth the experience having that secret ending because it, it draws it, it draws it all to a proper conclusion that doesn't just seem like it's a rehash of the original series finale and I mean it is to a degree but at least this is the final cog in the clock so to speak that keeps the time going at a pretty nice pace and there we have it Samurai Jack it's been an honor And we interrupt this podcast episode for a brief commercial break. Our sponsor has something important to say. The floor is yours, figuratively speaking. Oh, wait, the microphone is yours. That's better. Ooh, another chapter concludes, baby. So, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to help support it by leaving a rating, subscribing, and sharing the podcast with others. That way, more people can see it, whether it's from you or in their suggestion feed. And, if you leave a review on the show, you'll get a shout-out in our next episode. But, 
due to my podcasts being available not just on multiple platforms, but multiple countries. To ensure I see your rating, send me a copy of it either via email or preferably on Instagram. With the subject included being either A-OK or I Believe in Monsters, whatever, if possible. So, social media like that to my other podcasts like I Believe in Monsters, A-OK, and the future one I'll be featured on titled Popcast. The show notes will include the links to that below. Special shout out to David Felician for the excellent track Firestyle used for my AOK and I Believe in Monsters podcast background music and for Emac for his multiple phenomenal contributions to the I Believe in Monsters series soundtrack like its intro and outro titled Her Love. Other songs by them featured in future episodes will also be displayed in the show notes below. So do be sure to support these artists by checking out the link to their work as well. The intro song for AOK titled We Are the Future was produced by me. If you like a copy of it, let me know. Until next time, later days. <laughs>